the college football experience, Kansas State Wildcats season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Kansas state. Wow. Cat season preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Yes. This is my, uh, you know, dressed in tights kind of dancing around here. I mean, this is your introduction music. Right? You got to get happy. You got to get excited about that. I'm always happy and excited when I'm talking to uh, Kansas state football, Patty C, because I Love this program. I like what they've done ever since the days of Bill Snyder. Yeah, love the way they play, the style they play. And uh, you look at last year. Yeah, they went four and six, but this is one of those teams that did not puss out. They had, I think, the whole season. I mean, as far as I can recall, I know in the Oklahoma, I know the the opener against Arkansas State, they lose. They had like twenty players out. Yeah, I know the Oklahoma game, which they won. They had 20 players out and I didn't have enough defensive backs. They were putting wide outs at like defensive back won that game in Norman uh, actually opened the season four and one. And then when Skylar Thompson went down uh, after that, they could not complete the forward pass with will Howard, but, but Thompson's back super senior that helps. That's really big. Uh, Chris Kleiman is, this is a national championship winner on the FCS level at North Dakota state. Been was really impressed with his first year at K State when he comes in, goes eight and five, go to a Liberty Bowl. Last year, I'm I'm just gonna throw out last year. I don't think that hurts him at all because they had to play those games where uh, plenty of schools did not play those games. Yeah, he could have went four and one and probably punted on the rest of the season. Yes, yes. I mean, they very much took the hard road, and that's typical of Kansas State. They're they're a program that 
prides themselves on, you know, being able to stand up to the big boys and despite having a talent disadvantage, take down some of the top teams in the country and they're not going to back away, you know, just because there there's some adversity there coming from COVID. This is a guy who's 84, 24, 84 and 24 as a head coach. Right. You know, it occurs to me that we just did the Kansas uh, podcast right before this. And they both had a similar path in terms of dominating a lower level of football, a, a bunch of unbelievable cha- championship seasons at, at, at a lower level, and then coming up. Now, Kleiman has had obviously much greater success than anyone Kansas has had. So I guess if you're a Kansas fan, you're hoping that Lance Leopold is going to be able to do what Kleiman has done so far. Eight and five in his first year is very good job. Yeah. And Four and six they, last year was tough, though. Well, I think he actually did a good job considering the hand he was dealt. Yeah. Um, and eight and five his first year, they weren't projected to do anything his first year. So yeah, he that, was ahead of schedule yeah. right off the bat. And then last year is probably K State was on our radar on a very short list of biggest teams that are most affected. What did you say? Cal, Virginia Tech, K State were the teams. Minnesota. Yeah, comes to mind. We were mentioning uh, all Florida year International. Long. Yeah. Yeah. It's just teams that are absolutely they, they crippled played, by it. They played where teams there was Wisconsin had like five guys out and didn't play. Florida did too. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Totally caught. And then out. you see Virginia tech who's sitting there or, or K state with like 27 guys, to 35. part of their coaching staff. Yeah. Virginia tech and like San Jose state had played like games two coaches with, on the roster. Yeah. They were <laughs> had sure. to go high, straight high school style yeah. or, or not even high school, like ankle biters. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, they got a dad out of the yeah. stands to help them coach. Uh, you look at this uh, team, and first off, Chris Kleiman is two and zero against Lincoln Riley. Your thoughts? <laughs> it's an unbelievable stat. This game's in Manhattan this year. Is he going to go three and zero? Could they get them again? That is a house of horrors, and it always. <laughs> if you has- win in Norman last year, you can beat them this year with, with, with your plug in wide receivers at defensive backs and walk ons. It's and you funny win. how uh, uh, Lincoln Riley has trouble with like Hornets Nest type locations, whether that be Iowa state or Kansas state, they don't like to go into places that Well, even last year was in Norman though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess just wild card kind of teams. Yeah. I just think they, what if I dare, I say maybe they're just better coaches. <laughs> Could, be. Could um, be. I mean, I'm a Lincoln Riley guy, East Carolina connect. I think he's a good coach, Yeah, but I also think it's much easier to win at Oklahoma than when you're just, these hands you're dealt. Well, here's one thing that I think Kleiman has already proven that he's able to do. Now, obviously, Bill Snyder went the transfer route, and that was his approach to getting talent in the door. And he had plenty of super duper talented teams in his time. But uh, the recruiting rankings for the last three years under Snyder were 61, 66, and 63. You know, it's very consistent. I guess the 63 is really technically Kleiman's first year, but. Anytime that's a transition, I say it's the previous coaches. So all in the mid sixties there. And then boom, first two years, uh, under climate 52 and 54. So they're jumping up 10 spots. Well, and, and when you look at the fact last season, they lose to Arkansas state by four on, I believe like one of the final plays of the game was a touchdown pass to uh, their receiver. Yeah. Um, they lost to Oklahoma state by two. They lost to Baylor by one. So you put those three wins and go seven and then three. It's a bit of a different story, but considering they had all those pieces, now they got blown out in a couple games by Texas and Iowa state. And mainly because after Skyland Thompson, they didn't have a, a way to really throw the forward pass. They became super predictable, Yeah, especially when you add in the COVID situation that they were dealing with. Um, 
but Hey, Will Howard got some reps. So I think the quarterback position, they're really, they're, they got uh, uh son of TJ Rubley, former Tulsa golden hurricane in, in Los Angeles Ram quarterback. His son, Jake Rubley is, is in the, is in town. Skyler Thompson's a, a super senior, six year senior him. Yeah. He, you got him, Will Howard. You even have well, Will Howard, a fifty-three percent completion percentage, eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. Didn't have a great year, so getting Skylar Thompson back. I mean, it's nice to have a guy with a full year of experience as your backup. Yeah. But getting Skylar Thompson, who's got a bunch of years of experience yes. coming back, huge is huge. I mean, they were so bad last year that their running back Deuce Vaughn was their leading yeah. receiver. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. So they had both to, receptions and yardage. It was a mess. Uh, they also they have Jake Rubley, the big freshman coming in. You got Will Howard, who's got a, some experience. Six year senior Skyler Thompson. You also bring in Cade Warner, a transfer son of Kurt Warner, tra- a transfer from uh, Nebraska. Nice. Um, the quarterback position, I think they're sound now. Offensively, yes, 81st in scoring offense a season ago, 77th in rushing offense, 107th in passing, uh, 106 overall. That's an outlier to me. Yeah, that's that won't be the case this year. Seven starters back on offense, and they got a guy named Deuce Vaughn that you just touched on. That I think is about as an electric of, of a freshman as I could have recalled. Yeah, for the running back position in a while. And who does he remind you of? Reminds me of uh, a former K State running back. Uh, a little guy by the name of Sproles. Yeah, it's got to be the first one that comes to mind. Uh, and I can tell you this: they bring back four of five starters on the offensive line. I think the offense will be fine. They also bring back their top receiver, Malik Knowles. Uh, the other two receivers are brand new, and their tight end. Uh, well, they have like a receiver tight end. I, I, th- I think he's penciled in a tight end. Patty C. His name is Daniel. Emma Torba Don Beebe. Um, I don't know how <laughs> so to pronounce more, uh, his name. More NFL lineage coming to the team in the yes, form of no, but uh, his, his, honestly, his brother uh, is in the NFL, oh, so that does it work. Is. It is. Um, but not, I, not quite as legendary as Don Beebe, but still yes. NFL bloodlines. But here. that was a big get coming from Illinois after Lovey left, and and they did like go out into the transfer portal and, and grab a couple guys that I think obviously they needed defensive back help after the way last season went. And they go out and they they grab a, a few guys from some pretty big name schools. I mean, they, they, they in the defensive backfield they go out and grab a safety, Russ Yeast from from Louisville. Um, they also grabbed one from where am I at here? There was I, Iowa, a safety in Julius Brent. And then they they went out and got a defensive lineman from Charlotte and Timmy Horn and Eric Munoz, a linebacker from Utah State that I believe got played was a starter there. And uh, then they also got a a corner from Missouri State that I actually think could could be a uh, a difference maker for them. Climbing, uh, harnessing his inner uh, Bill Snyder in terms of hitting alternative ways to acquire talent. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, the corner was well, that was Kansas preview. I'm sorry, but yes, they they brought in a bunch of other players that uh, they, they, they went out and got like five or six guys that I think can contribute to this team probably this year. I mean, at least three or four of those guys will. I mean, I, I think several of them are penciled Timmy horns penciled in as a starter. Uh, Russ yeast. You said, yeah, yeah. Several guys that they got through the portal. Well, the defensive side of the ball here, here's how it gets tricky. Like you, you, you look at this on first look and you say, well, you say, only Ugh. three starters back on defense. They were the 84th scoring defense in the country. 78th against the rush 109th against the pass, 97th overall. When you can sit, I, I almost think you just throw all that shit out. Yeah. Cause you were starting wide receivers and walk-ons yeah. and they were 84th last year in scoring defense the yeah. year before. I actually think 27th. It, that's what I'm saying. I actually think it was great considering, yeah. considering what they were dealing with. I think that's actually good numbers. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Uh, um, but look, only one of uh, four starters back on the D line, but 
this is one. I mean, Eli Huggins is that is that lone starter, but I think this is the the thing we circle. I think Kleiman will have this unit better. A lot of these guys got reps, so it's misleading. That's my point. Is like, yes, were they ever projected to be starters a season ago? No, but they got like three or four starts, game here, a game there, because of that COVID situation. Two of three linebackers back, and two of five back in the secondary, led by uh, uh, Jerron McPherson at the safety spot. I, I just think it's it's if you look blindly, you say, "Oh, this team's gonna." If you don't factor in COVID, if you don't factor in a lot of these guys got reps, you say, "Oh, this team's probably not going to be very good." This well, year. yeah, I mean, 84th defense with uh, returning only like a third of its production or a, a quarter of its production, you say, "Okay, that defense is going to be terrible," and yeah. maybe they will. Maybe they won't be much better. No, I mean, the D line is a, is a bit of a question mark they have to figure yeah. out, but offensively, I think they're going to be much better this yeah. year. I just trust Climate. Climate's background's defense also. And Skylar was, Thompson was has been a good quarterback. Yeah, and and Kleiman was a defensive. Uh, he comes from the lineage of Northern Iowa, Patty C. He there, was a defensive yeah. back there, um, and then he was a defensive coach at North Dakota State before he be, he became the head coach. So that's right. Many years as a defensive coordinator. If, if there's someone that I trust to be to able to handle going. the defense, it, it would be a guy that's been doing that his whole career that's since true. 1986. <laughs> um, so I, I blindly. I see the win total is at five and a half. I, I'm on the over. You can't tell me this team's not bowling because Kleiman is a winner to me. He'll find a way to make it work. Blindly, though, the Big 12 is so up. The the floor of the Big 12 is so high. Outside of take Kansas away, every team has a high end potential to me. You know, who doesn't? Who I'd say Baylor and Texas Tech right now are. Baylor went what eleven and two two years ago or something. I know, but the, from from just doing that podcast, we're ha- having. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, maybe not this year, but they're not far. I, I think removed. Texas Tech's a big question mark right now because they want. Apparently, they want Wells out. The the the, the fans want them out. That want him out. They never problem. wanted him. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of a disaster scenario. When you don't have the there. support there, yeah. then it becomes a problem. But even still, should they? The talent is enough there. I don't think they have super high end potential. Baylor's demonstrated they have a little higher end potential, but yeah, maybe, maybe uh, either way, it's not an easy schedule in the big 10, big 12, big yeah. 12 uh, and no, and they add a conference schedule. They, they play Stanford as their 10th power five. And then they get Nevada, which a lot of publications have as a top 25, top 30 team with Carson strong, Jay Norvell's bunch and, and Reno. And then your FCS op- opponent is Southern Illinois, who was damn near close to beating the team that played for the national championship. Uh, and probably has a former uh, Power Five quarterback. On yes, their former Ole Miss quarterback Stone Labanowitz, friend of the program, um, and and that's a tricky game too because I, I expect Southern Illinois to be vastly improved. They could take yeah. an L there if they're not careful. Yes, yes. Um, so it's let, a let, hard non-conference schedule. That is, that is. So let let's let's get to this thing. Four and a half, or what did I say? Five and a half is the win total. Yeah. Stanford in Arlington, Texas, at Jerry's World. I hate these fucking NFL games. Yeah. Can you play this game in Manhattan, Kansas? Because this is a return game from when K State came to Palo Alto. Really? Yes. How the heck did Stanford negotiate that? I hate this game. I hate these NFL corporate games. Yeah. Um. This is a f- true fifty-fifty game. Well, here's the other thing. It's like not. These aren't marquee programs that people should be willing to travel across the country to come see, like a Georgia Clemson game, and even that one's what in Atlanta. Yeah, no, no, it's no, in South Charlotte. Charlotte, so it's close still horrible enough. though. But this is like two yeah. teams that aren't on that level coming across to the middle of the country. 
play this in Manhattan. Yeah. Put it on campus guys. Yeah. Um, I actually lean K state here a little bit. Uh, I do too. Yeah. Even though I think Stanford may be a slightly better team. I think the longer trip factors K- I've, I've seen K state in Austin. A lot of fans travel down there. Really? I think they will have the, the, the advantage in the crowd. I so, wouldn't be surprised if Stanford gets this done though, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised either, but I, 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 I still think like I give uh like, yeah, there's a little home field 55 or 60% uh, K state. I bet Stanford doesn't travel super well either. No, I guarantee you they don't travel very yeah. well. Um, so I'm going to say K state's one and zero at the gate. Yeah, I agree. Then they get stone Labano. It's what I just hit on in, in Manhattan. Is a win, but tread lightly. Yeah. They well, got getting him in Manhattan's huge. Avante Cox, a wide receiver for Southern Illinois, circle this guy. He's I think can play in the league. He's can we a have stud. a little uh who are the He's guys from uh, App State? Armonte uh, Edwards uh, and something brewing there with uh <laughs> him. Who was their wide out? Brian Quick, I believe. That yeah, they, they went to the, the Rams. A yeah. Dynamite combo there. Let's hope Southern Illinois doesn't have a something similar up I mean, there. I mean, I gotta root for my boy Stone there, but at the same time, I gun to my head, K State gets the win, two and zero. Yeah. Home to Nevada. This is one that's going to be interesting. Yes, it will. You got the air raid coming in to Manhattan where it's going to be lit gun to my head. I'm going to stick. I'm, I'm going to stay with K state, but this is would not surprise me one bit. Nevada plays Cal and K state at a conference. I expect them to get one of them. I would not be surprised about that either. And based on what Nevada did last year. Yeah. Kansas state. I don't even think they better be careful. I think they better be fully on firing yeah. all cylinders yes. or they'll get yes. beaten being at home. in this one's huge three and oh, nice to be in the power five here, guys, three and oh. uh, three and oh, I'm with you. Probably, probably two, maybe two and one, yeah. maybe three and oh, 50, 50 yeah. on that. Then they tr- make that, that trip down to Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on Mike Gundy and Spencer Sanders. It's a tough game. Um, I, I want to go back and pull up 19 schedule to see how they fared going to Stillwater. Um, Let me uh, see here. They took an L 26 to 13 in 2019 in Stillwater. Stillwater is a tough place to grab a win, man. Tough place to grab a win. So I think I would probably, I'm going to say, okay, state gets that win. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, So we got them then at three and one. And then they, they make the trip (laughs) to back home. Yeah. This one though. I mean, at what point do we start favoring K State? <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's two and over. I don't think the first one was very close. I think if anything, you go look at the score. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts and, and Oklahoma, I believe, did get a couple onside kicks to make it the score presentable. But I believe K State was whooping their well, ass. Well, I don't think For- they made the score presentable. I think they clawed their way back into the game and made it. But close. they had to get the onside kicks. Is my point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they outplayed them. They 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 came out. I don't know if it was the second half. They, there was a stretch there where uh, K State really put it on Oklahoma, and Spencer Rattler just wasn't ready for that kind of pressure, you know. And so no no no, Spencer Rattler was last year. I'm talking about in uh, 2019 when Jalen Hurts came into. Yeah, they, they, it was 20. Yeah. Uh, so wait, it was uh, 2019 20- was 48, 41. Yes. That's the one I'm talking about with the onside kicks. Yeah. Um, that one, uh, they had a 18 point lead in the third quarter. You're right. They did pretty that one up yeah, a little they bit. Pretty that one up. That's what I'm saying. That was the last one in Manhattan. Yeah. Patty C. What are we taking here? Are we really just going to definitely say Oklahoma is going to win this when well, they, when they're Owen two? a full year again of, uh, Spencer Rattler and, uh, who's ECU guy. Uh, 
Lincoln Riley, yeah, you know, planning makes me think that Oklahoma is, Oklahoma is a playoff contender this year. So I got to go. OU. I'm going to go. OU too, but I don't feel good about this. Cause they, they, they got to prove it to me that they can beat climate. Sure. I, there's nothing I, mean, I love more than watching this happen. When you saw them, you not have enough defensive backs and win in Norman. First off, no one hardly wins in Norman. Yeah. Oh, that was impressive last year. Uh, they get a bye week and they're home to Iowa State. I think you have a little factoid for the fans in uh, in Manhattan about this game. So oh. I got three and two. You got them at three and two, even though we're going to ignore the fact that Climbs two and zero oh against Lincoln Riley. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are ignoring facts, but you know what? Look for this one. Let's not ignore, dude. dude Oklahoma has Texas the next week. This is a great spot for Kansas State to get them too. A, a good look ahead potential here. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens at all. I would not be I surprised. Mean, I also wouldn't be surprised. Six year senior quarterback. Spencer Rattler could throw for, yeah. Skylar Thompson coming back cannot be yeah. underrated. Um, <laughs> I have to go Oklahoma though. Okay. Okay. But we might be laughing at this later. Uh, I hope we are. They get the bye week before Iowa State. Iowa State gets the bye week as well. Yeah. What was that factoid you were going to hit us with? Again, all time series. Uh, 51 49, right? Uh, in, in favor of Iowa State. Mm-hmm. So, very close series. But in the last 15 trips to Manhattan, uh, Kansas State 14 and 1. Wow. So, I <laughs> guess. We, we yeah. took Iowa State on the uh, on the other show. Yeah, well, guess what? I think it's easy to see a tide turn. Should we just. Yeah, it's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> That's right. We're going Kansas State with this one. I, I'll say this there's no way they're going winless in that stretch. They're going to get someone either. Okay. State, Oklahoma, or Iowa state pulling upset there. And that'll be four and two, right? Then they're at Texas tech. Patty C last year, they beat Texas tech by 10 in Manhattan. I mean, I think they're better than Texas tech. I think so too. And if you're saying that there's, uh, you know, carnage, it's a huge year for Matt Wells. Yeah. Inside that program, 50 game, but give me K state. On the road, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. They, uh, I'll say this: they, they're going to get one of the next two. Okay, K State, or I'm sorry, T- Texas Tech and TCU. Yeah, I'll agree with that. They so get then, one and one in that. Then stretch. they would be, we'd be sitting there at f- at five and three. Uh, f- no, five and four. Five and four. Or no, five and three. You're right. Five, five and three. three. Or no, yeah, five yeah. and three with four games left at Kansas. We got to favor our boy. That's a win. Yeah. So six. That there's your win total. Yeah. Six and three. Home to to West Virginia and Baylor, they're gonna they might win both of them. Well, uh, it's Nick, in Manhattan, as NC Nick pointed out, West Virginia gives them trouble. I want to say he said West Virginia's won like five in a row in this series. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently, this isn't very easy. But Neil Brown was only there for one of them in 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 Manhattan. That That's is. true. Well, here's the thing: West Virginia themselves uh, come from a hornet's nest. So going to an yeah, opponent's hornet's nest true. maybe doesn't phase in them. In 19, they won 24-20. In Manhattan, um, I still, I still think K State at home is the team. Is the play. I mean they're going to win one, one and one, probably two and zero oh. uh, from uh, West Virginia and Baylor yeah. both at home. Yeah, I'll give them one and one. Yeah, one and one that would put them at, at then then seven games, seven wins at Texas final game of the season. Texas wins probably a loss seven, seven and five. And five. They're over on the win total. They could easily go another eight and over four. for us. Yeah, they could go eight and four. They also could. I mean that Stanford game though, if they lose that Stanford game out the gate. Then it could be a you. They're really working for it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. But a, a good season ahead for K State, I think, especially with Skylar Thompson come back. Uh, last time he was there, eight and five. So 
Where do you put Deuce Vaughn in, in the, in the likes of like the, your, the best running backs in college football? Uh, I mean, I think he's pretty high on the list. I mean, there are so many other good backs out there, even within this conference. Uh, uh, Breeze hall. Yeah. I, I is, is Evans from uh TCU, Zach Evans, Zach yeah, Evans. five star. No, the, how about, he uh, showed out how about, one. uh, what's his name? Uh, Texas. John Robinson. Yeah, he was a beast last year, late in the year. Yeah. Um, so you're right. And, and pretty much anyone, okay. State ever has it running back is good. And uh, I believe that they have their running back as uh, LD Brown who played great when uh, Ch- Chubba Hubbard was out. So you make an interesting point, and either, then the, either way, though, he's an exciting player. He's a difference maker. Eric Gray, the Tennessee transfer to Oklahoma. This is a good. This is a lot of good backs in the it's Big Twelve. Stacked yeah. Big Twelve. It's a stacked conference. It's an underrated conference. Maybe this is the year that the uh, Big Twelve comes up and bites someone in the playoffs and gets a championship spot. Could it be this year for Oklahoma? We'll see. But maybe K State. Well, first is thing, Lincoln Riley. I think K State and Iowa State. Both those teams are tough for Lincoln Riley. He's got to figure out. Uh, he gets he gets what the Cyclones in Norman on on the, their second half of a back to back Iowa State that is, and then October second, a great spot though. I'm telling you, if you're a K State fan, you love to see that what, right before the Red River Shootout. What does uh, Oklahoma have before this game? They're hosting West Virginia before going to K State. I mean, yeah, hosting Nebraska, hosting West Virginia, then going to K State. It's a good spot. To Not a lot of layups yeah. going on right there. It's so. a fun spot. Uh, take the over, guys. I like this play. Um, we'll see if it makes my top ten list as we release an episode in a couple of weeks about uh, top ten locks of the it season. Does seem like a good play, though. It is a good play. I, I trust Chris Kleiman. So. Guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 teams doing a podcast on every single division one college football team. And also check out the college basketball experience. Yes. Bruce Weber. I think K state might have a nice little season this year. Subscribe both feeds. We talk college football and college basketball year round on each perspective feed. And, uh, and, and don't forget, I mean, me, Patty C NC, Nick, we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over four years and each and every individual season. We've been over 500 for all of us. We've also been way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. So download the SGPN app. Look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Download that SGPN app and uh, give us a five-star review, please. And if you do take a screenshot of your review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and I will, uh, I will send you a college experience t-shirt brand new, Brit, not used, not, not like what Unless the- you want us to, <laughs> then I'll work out in it and rub it all oh, yeah. over my body and send it to you. Jeez. Uh, you kinky just, freaks I out don't there. think anyone wants that. I don't think anybody <laughs> fucking wants that. Okay. Well, maybe uh, not, I don't maybe. even think a fucking bird would, would put a nest in that thing. <laughs> you know, right. like- <laughs> toxic. Uh, but, but if you want that shirt at the Colby D, give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And uh, the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And don't forget the sports. Check gambling. that one out, guys. Yes, that's brand new, brand new feed. And also the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give them a follow and check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. All right, Patty C. This is the college football experience, Kansas State Wildcat style. Take that over. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.